You're listening to the B-Side Podcast on Brick Radio. If you like what you hear or think there's an artist or band we should have in the studio, let us know in the comments. Otherwise, sit back, relax, tune in, and turn on. Descending from an ultra-royal reggae lineage, which includes his father who once played bass for the Mighty Sparrow, Red Oz reps BK by way of Trinidad and creates reggae music that's all the way raw yet reimagined, merging classical dancehall and hip-hop styles with exceedingly glossy R&B-tinged vocals. The result? Tracks that are all the way ablaze and we plan to catch a fire. See what I did there? On this extra inflammatory episode of B-Side, I'm your host, O'Henny Cornelius. I'm all ready to burn it down. So nice, bring your face to design your features. Make a girl self-esteem resign to all your moving. To all your poppy toad like a 3D movie. Just know you're cute and you're never moody. But if you're there, you're not in bed, you're me, I'm going to lose. DJ, I'm fishing him. Right from the dominoes. 100% I can't anything less with my nose. Top of the top, she's making flops of the flops. And then she's not flops of the flops. And she keep it popping and popping. And keep on dropping and dropping. My God, she's bopping the flow with them. Miss Brown Sugar, keep it talking, but more walking them say How done there, how you look, how you doing, how you steer What kind of clothes you wear and what man you up in your baby, you're blazing So amazingly gorgeous, how you do it so flawless My girl, you are the star You are the number one star Sugar girl, full of body spice No matter how she try, she could have never nice like you Could have, could have never nice, could have, could have never nice Never, never, never nice like you must see that I'm not making you a blight And I get them to decide She could have never nice like you Could have, could have never nice Could have, could have never nice Could have, could have never nice like you She could have never nice like you Yeah She could have never nice like Kelly na baby, bonnie da mama No put up my skeleton, all I see out of the sun When below, shit, the thing you get from your mama To all your something fat, my mama make you me baby mama Buck on the man, I drive me, come in, I'm gonna read it Me know what's so up the motion to all these guys succeeding Sexy ambition, go get a flow She makes me proud, so I gotta let her know She plays it Yo, 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 yo Yo, so y'all know I'm a big, big fan of indie music, so, you know, I'm, I'm throwing out the paperwork today, you know, we just gonna talk to this guy, I've known him for mad years, like, I know him like Sugar Nose Kool-Aid, you feel me, so, yo, good brother. Introduce your band, let's start off with that. Uh, we got this guy at the guitar, this guy, he's, he's cool, he's alright, he's alright when he wanna be. <laughs> um, now, Misha Savage, aka Silky Savage, give it up for the man. The beastly one is at the central nervous system on the drums. We got to give it up for the Comey Compton Timberwolves because he is surely beastly with the sticks on them slappers and all that. And this guy right here. And this guy, he, he's, he's okay too. He's all right. Let me stop. One of the baddest men on the bass, four string, five string, six string, whatever string, Mr. Will Sachs. Uh, you know what I mean? Okay, we got some vouchers for you, Will Sachs. It's ironic your last name is Sachs and you play the bass. Yeah. <laughs> Should've been Will Bass. I never thought of that. All right, we're gonna go into your background for the people out there who don't know you. Where you got your name from, where you grew up, and tell us about yourself. 
Well, me, myself, I represent Brooklyn, New York. I'm uh, straight out of Crown Heights and all of that. Um, my family, they come from Trinidad and Tobago, so shout out to all my West Indians in the building and all of that. Yeah. Anybody West Indian in here? Yeah. yeah. Of course. Yeah. Blessings, blessings. As soon as you, you said mean? West Indian, it was like five yeah. shots. <laughs> Somebody pulled out a real they gun. I was like, no. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's where I come from. Um, uh, my family's from Trinidad and Tobago. I was born in Brooklyn. Um, and um, I just had a love for reggae music since I was like a little toddler running around the house singing Bougie Bantown on some I was like, yo, I was wild as a little youth. But for the most part, yo, I just I just stuck with it and then, you know, just, just continue. That's tight. I, I hear your father plays bass and uh, your your brother's an artist named Screwface. Yeah, he's he's not so much as an artist, so to speak, mm -hmm. but for the most part, like he more or less got me into the whole dancehall feel because he used to play me sound clashes back in the days and DJ mixes back in back in the days, and you know, so I, I definitely give Screwface that credit for like introducing me into the dancehall feel. You know. Okay, that's so, tight. Yeah. So what do you feel like now? You got your your family's influence. What do you feel like? How has that influenced your own personal message on music? I would say, in a way, it influenced my message on music by giving me the foundation of how, like, like the sound, the, the the culture, the everything, and then I could just take that and formulate it into a message message that the world needs to hear, so to speak. Like, for instance, with adversity, like I I wanted to. Uh, give a message to let the world know that regardless of what you go through, you know what I'm saying, you have the choice that you could get up and rise and that you could, you know what I'm saying, do something better with yourself. Just do something better with yourself in a way where you could push forward and do something more towards the fact that you love to do it rather than doing it for support or doing it for just putting food on the table or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to, it's, it's a reason why we're here. It's a reason why all of us are here. So. Okay, what is that reason for you? For me it's music. I love to create music, I love to make music, so if I'm gonna take music and I'm gonna do something with it, maybe, like, not maybe, but, like, take it and put a message to it. Like, show the world that, you know, that you could live, live life. You have a whole life that you could live. You, you have a lot of things that you could do. And um, just do what you love to do. Continuously go hard, figure out a way that you could make a business plan out of it. And, you know, because we're not made. Like, when we, when we grow up, I, it's funny, like I think about it, when I, when, I, when I was on the come up, they would tell you about going to college so that you could get a good job, so that you could go to school, so that you could do this, do that, you know what I'm saying, Help, like, like, like get this great job, but they never tell you how to like really start your own business, like you gotta really tap into that, like you know what I'm saying, getting an EIN and just doing something for yourself and just rocking to the wheels fall off, like, you know what I'm saying? Just continuously go. Like, if you love to do it, then it will be that first before any financial gain. Ooh, so, I dig that for sure. EIN, that's a tax number for y'all who don't know that. Indie music facts. wanna be you Not just for your intellectual not just the way that you're riding like a pony. But it's for the woman that you are, baby, you a star and you are the one for me. The one for me, yeah, waiting patiently. One day I know your love, it will be mine. Waiting patiently, cause girl, you're worth it. So until then, I'm waiting patiently. Waiting, 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 waiting patiently. Waiting, 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 waiting patiently. 
waiting patiently. Yeah, yeah. Yo, so, all right, man. I'm like 118th West Indian, so I only understand so much, man. So I need you for all the other 118th West Indian people out there. Break down that song. Tell me what it's like. What Basically, it I'm just talking about, like, just, just the ladies, though. I mean, just how sweet they are, how nice they are, just everything about them, just, just, just their, their existence. Because we wouldn't be nowhere here without the females. So, ladies, give it up for yourself. We wouldn't be nowhere without the ladies. So, shouts to all the mothers, sisters, grandmothers, everything. Because you know, Namaste. I love you. Whatever. <laughs> so, describe your perfect woman. <laughs> you see that? Yeah, sit down, That's right? He's like, let me reset. I, I need that. to reset. Honestly, I don't think I could do that because me myself, I don't, I don't, I don't have a lot of preferences. I mean, you know what I'm saying? As long as she's have a head on her shoulder, she about her business, like, you know what I'm saying? Of course, like body and all that, that would be extra nice and all that, but you got so many different girls and so many different shapes, and I just love women, y'all. Okay, I see you a kind of sore, brother. Yeah, I'm kind of sore, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, I'm just trying to dig into the culture a little bit. I see you have dreadlocks, man. Rastafarianism, are you a Rasta? Now we get into the serious question. Yeah, we going in. We getting in there, bro. We gonna get in there. Well, me and myself, I believe in God. Tell me more. I believe in God. I believe in spirituality. I believe in, like, you know, just a, a, a being that's guiding over us. I believe that. I can't qualify myself as Rastafarian, but I believe in a higher power. I, I, I believe that this is not just all on some coincidental, like, it just, it's just happening just to be happening. It has to be a split because the thing about it is there's a lot of situations that I've been into myself that if it wasn't for a higher being, I wouldn't be here in front of y'all, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I've been through the hood, I've been to the trap house, I've been in the trap house, I've been, you know what I'm saying, like, doing my thing or whatever the case may be, but for the most part, I feel like I'm here right now is because uh, it's, it's some, something that's guiding me, someone that's guiding me, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So I, I do believe in God, I do believe in a higher power, like, and, you know? Yeah, yeah. So. It's all said and done, it's wrapped up. You know, uh, you, you went to the upper room and you got three words to say to God. What are those three words you're gonna say? Hmm. Thank you much. <laughs> Thank you much. I didn't have to be here. I didn't have to be here as long as I have. I have friends that dropped out at 17 that got shot up on a corner, like, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I live, I, I come from the hood. I come from the hood, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, St. John's and Schenectady is one of the realest blocks out in the city. Like, people get, it was a whole summer where people was getting bodied there, like, on a regular, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so. if people don't know about New York study summers, like, I know y'all know gentrified Brooklyn now, but New York City summers used to get hot, nah, and people yeah. used to get shot. Yeah, for real. It's Sorry that 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 right. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> not to tell you, now, we gonna really talk, talk about it, because, like, it's, it's, it's a lot of, it's in the summertime, it's, that's when it turns up, you know what I'm saying? It gets hot outside, you get that bottle of honey on the side, and some people don't know how to act. Unfortunately, this is the situations that we live in. So, you know, thankfully, I was here to see all of that is going on and know that it's a better route to, you know what I'm saying, to, to, to everything rather than just dealing with the negativity as people would just love to plunge into, you know what I'm saying? So, I, it's, it's, it's just a... a so I'm, I'm thankful, man. I'm just thankful. <laughs> Appreciate it. We're thankful for having you here, good brother. Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, music is definitely your path. Right now, as an indie musician, are you making your money solely off of music? 
or is that a secret how you make the money or how do you sustain yourself as an artist and keep going? For right now, like luckily, like, you know what I'm saying, I'm in a position where I'm able to make money off of music because being in New York City, a lot of artists find it hard to like really build a career off of music or off of doing shows and like making money off of mechanicals or records or whatever case may be. So I'm doing okay, but at the same time, you know what I'm saying, I'm coming out of a situation where before the music I was doing a nine to five to hold a family down. So I'm coming out of that conjuncture and trying to get into the music on some 24-7 type because it's basically being that music is my love. It's so many different things that you could do with music. Like you could go perform, go tour, you could teach, you could make beats, be a producer, be a songwriter, be a vocal coach, be a voiceover. Like there's so many different things that you could do and I'm just trying to like take hold of all of it. Like, you know what I mean? So that's, that's, that's my thing. Like right now I'm doing the nine to five and I'm doing music so I'm actually juggling two careers. But regardless of the fact, music is the first love. Yo, yeah, 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 we in the place, yeah, yeah, we in the place, yeah, we got the flow all up in your face, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I really like that song, man, I'm really digging on it. So, like I said, I'm 118th Jamaican, you know, West Indian, so I, I noticed that you've blocked out some American curses, but left in some West Indian curses, if you will. Uh, if, if you will, if we're going to use it as curses or things that are um, more provocative to say. How do you feel, this is, this is now you're going to see the connection. How do you feel as a person who's West Indian about homophobia throughout the world and how, how are you as an artist either dealing with it or not dealing with it? Honestly, I feel as if it's more serious things going on in the world than to worry about what people are doing with the genitals. Unless it's rape or pedophilia, if the person gives consent, do what you're doing. I don't care. Like I, I don't think about that. Innocent people are getting killed by police out here. Like you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm supposed to worry about who you decide to. If you decide you like a girl, you decide you like a guy. That's that's your preference. Everybody has their own preference out here, man. Like, why is it so much of a focus on this whole sexual thing? You know what I'm saying? Mm. I, I think it's more fo it's more serious things going on, on on in the world. I dig it. That's what it is. I love women. Like, I, that's that's my preference. If you decide you like guys, that's that's your preference. It's, you do what you do. All right. Would you consider yourself a conscious artist or not? <laughs> I have some conscious songs. I have some conscious songs, but as a straight up conscious artist, no. I'm gonna be honest. I, I have song, a song called "Hold Your Position" that talks about girls bending over and winding up and dancing and all that. Like you know what I'm saying? So I can't really call myself a conscious artist. Like I, I come from like the dancehall era where like it was all about partying and like turning up and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Granted, I, I would utilize my music to sing a message, definitely. 
I'm, I'm all for that. But, you know, I like the party. Describe one of the dopest, greatest parties you've ever been to. Like, just just talk about it real quick. Oh, that's going to be a hard one. I see, man. He went to his holodex. He was like, So, I would talk about... It was a party that I was at. Um, I was at my last performance. I was uh, performing in Princeton for Jersey. It was just awesome. Because you know why? It was a school where they had, like, kegs everywhere well not kegs everywhere but they had like a uh, open bar um they had like a kitchen where you could go get cereal and this that and the third it was really cool cinnamon toast crunch or whatever like all that so you could go get some food you could do whatever and like where they had our performance at they had it at a stage in the backyard so it was kind of clear it was mad clear you know we were singing uh, we did we did the first song and everybody came outside and then after like within the middle of the first song it was like five six hundred kids outside like it was it was off the hook we 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 had it turned to the point where it was looking like a mini concert out it like like it, it was so so ill it was so ill damn through the trials and tribulations we tend to keep it on track so Like I told you down in the, in the green room, man, we're gonna get real, we're gonna go fluff real and stuff like that. Talk about adversity. You are a black man with albinism. Tell me about your prejudices that you've had to endure as a person and how has you been able to spin that to positive things in your life? It wasn't easy coming up, you know what I'm saying? Like getting jumped by first graders and shit like that. Oh, stuff like that, I mean. Brother, A. Be you. All right, you know what I mean? Like, it, it is what it is. Like, um, I had to learn that, you know, this is just, just, you have to have that love for yourself, yo, at the end of the day. But it wasn't easy, though. It wasn't easy, but, you know, I made it, I made it through. I'm, I'm, I'm here now, and um, I was able to turn that into, you know, positivity. Uh, you're gonna hear some of that off of the new LP, honestly. It's gonna be called Albany Avenue, because I took it from Albany Avenue and Park Place to Albany Avenue in Linden. So I'm gonna just talk about my whole journey for the time being. As far as urbanism, it wasn't easy, but luckily I, I, I was blessed to have understanding parents, uh, understanding people that are in my circle now. It's just a, a beautiful situation, you know, so. You said something about like, oh, you, you were happy, you had the band here, you were excited. Is this your first time playing in a band sort of situation? And when you're when you're creating, are you thinking about the whole band or how are you writing? Oh, writing question. The writing just comes off of the top, honestly. The writing, because uh, me, myself, I'm a producer, so a lot of times it would be me making the beat or just like formulating a beat and um, just, just working off of that. And, you know, I definitely uh, have a thought process of incorporating the band whenever I write my music because the live music is just the way to go. Like I could, I could, I could be on a DJ set all day, but 
It's just something about having a drummer, a guitar player, like a bassist, some keys. It's something about having horns. Like it's just, it's just, it's, 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 it's cool. Like it's live music. You can It doesn't get any better than that. So I have to like when I think about the way that I, my, my the, the mechanism formulates the music now, I have to keep them in mind. I definitely have to keep them in mind. It's very important. We have a lot of big. What you said, big tune? Yeah, big, big, big yeah. What? <laughs> do you consider yourself an indie artist, a mainstream artist? How do you differentiate that? And are you trying to go mainstream? And if so, how do you get there? Well, actually, I uh, have a couple of things on the table. I had a couple of things on the table, but it's just like, you know what I'm saying? You have to really dive through the paperwork and make sure that everything is legitimate, make sure that everything is on point, make sure that you ain't trying to get raped in your pockets. Because it's the thing, when it comes to signing a record deal, it's a very difficult situation because you have people, granted, they're doing everything for you, but what they're getting from you is a lot. Me, I'm the type of person, I make the music, I write the song, I make the beat, I mix, I master, I do all of that. So I can't see myself giving that much of the pie to you for you to do that work for me. And you're expecting so much. Like with the with the with a lot of um uh mainstream deals, you gotta do like a bunch of albums, you gotta do this, you gotta do that. So it's kinda like the same as a nine to five. If that was the case then I would just quit music and just do what I'm doing now. You know what I mean? So I try to keep it independent because I don't like to have anybody telling me what I, what to say on record. I don't like people uh, trying to tell me how to move, how to how to gauge, how to how to, you know, it, it's, it's it's a way to do things. But if this is a love, then you know you want to try to keep it as such. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You want to try to keep it as such. You don't want anybody to manage everything that you do. Just, it doesn't work that way. People say they have the love for it, but when they get into the business aspect, the love for it disappears. What you watching right now on TV? What's, what's your TV? What's your TV like? Do you even have a TV? Do you have a TV? Nah, I got a TV. You got a TV? You got I cable? I got a TV. No, I don't have cable. Oh, okay. <coughs> Shout the <to> showbox. HDMI cord. A word. We keep it hundred. You keep it hundred on this side. I, I don't. But hey, Brick TV. Welcome to the hood. We believe you know. But um, my show right now, I'm not gonna hold y'all. Just finished watching the season seven of Shameless. That show is okay. Season eight coming soon. Don't be like Frank. Indeed, but that's what I'm watching. Uh, that's one of the shows I was watching. I I, I watched a couple of movies. John Wick is really dope. John Wick, okay. Keanu Reeves, I, I really like yeah, Keanu. Yeah, that's off the hook. Venice was kind of dope with Bruce Willis. Um, Venice, I didn't even hear about this. Showbox. Shouts okay. to Showbox, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, um, Venice was kind of dope. Power Rangers, I didn't really get to see the whole movie, but that's kind of dope as well. I wasn't really digging on the Power Rangers that no, much, because no. I'm an I'm a old school Power Rangers guy. You know, when everything was still racist, it was like the Black Ranger was black. Like, back when it was good, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's we need at least one black character. Mastodon! Yeah. I think I got this space of air right here pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> that was nice. 
Outside of music, man, what do you like to do? Damn, that's a <laughs> <word>. <laughs> Well, outside of music, I like to make music. Matter of fact, outside of music, I like to listen to music. And, um, <laughs> um, I was actually in an indie movie. Okay, cool. tell me about the indie movie. Yeah, it's Zombie Zombie. I tried out for the part of um, a character or whatever. They had a character that was like talking patois. And it's funny as it seems, they had me killing off one of the main characters. One of my homeboys or whatever, he was one of the main characters and they killed him off and um, I killed him off actually. And I pushed him in front of a bus, unfortunately. Um, but anyway, <laughs> it was a cool situation though. It was cool. Like, so um, aside from music, I just like to do a bunch of different things though. You know what I'm saying? I like to party, I like to have fun. Um, I just like to hang around my peoples, um, just do great things. Uh, I would love to get into philanthropy, actually. Oh, philanthropy? Yeah, I would love to get into that. Mm. The giving back, to get to a point where I could get to give back, you know what I'm saying? Like, I always had these imaginations of what I would do because of the fact that I'm from Trinidad and I'm using the Jamaican, you know, thing to do my thing. I thought about, like, a way that I could open up a company that like sends down barrels for people who need food and water and mm. stuff like that. I, I, th I thought that would be so cool, like to do that throughout the islands or just different places within the world that needs help, you know what I mean? Like I, w I would love to do that. that if, yes, if, if I could find a way to get into that, that would be it. Yo, make sure y'all give this man some money so he can give it to other people, y'all. <laughs> Quick question, Yo. quick question, man. How is Trump affecting your America? I told you I'm gonna do it. We're going into it. We're going into it, y'all. See, I'm having a hard time because I can't curse on the show. But um, we ain't gonna dwell on that. Trump. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Yo, I want this one. Yo. Where can I start with that? <laughs> Anything positive about Trump being in office? No. <laughs> I mean, nah. I mean, nah. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like people are going through it right now because of him. Like, you know what I'm saying? The fact that America was built on immigration and then you trying to lock off people from coming in the country and then you trying to build up walls and nah, that's whack. Nah. That's what I think about Trump. Well, as we touched on, on this electric, eclectic episode of B-Side, I hope you thoroughly enjoyed that magnetic mashup performed by Red Eyes and crew. Cause they turn up the thing for sure. And if you want to turn it up even further, that is, check out past episodes of B-Side on Brick TV's YouTube channel using the hashtag BSideBK. And listen to B-Side Podcast on our SoundCloud channel at soundcloud.com slash B-Side Podcast. I am your host, Oheni Cornelius. He shoots, he scores. The B-Side Podcast is produced by Charlie Hoxie, Keisha Cole, Roe Johnson, and Sasha Mathias. Recorded by Onel Mulet and edited by Emily Bogosian. For more information on B-Side and all Brick Radio podcasts, visit brickartsmedia.org slash radio. Forever.